Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you want to jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Hello Bengals fans, I am Matt Minnick. This is Coach Speak. It is crazy season. It is lying season. Uh, it is change everything you thought you knew season because the NFL draft is almost here. And it's always changing. Like, uh, we're hearing some crazy takes and some things that may or may not pan out. I, I, I saw a reputable, uh, connected NFL uh, NFL source type of, of uh, mock draft the other day. They had Sam Laporta going, I think, number 11 overall. Uh, you know, and that's a guy we've seen sometimes in the third. Sometimes, hey, maybe he can be there for the Bengals. I mean, I, personally, I don't think he's getting to the Bengals in the second round, but I don't know if he's going in the first either. We've seen him mock to the Bengals. Basically, every tight end has been mocked to the Bengals uh, by a pretty big mock draft uh, between Musgrave and, and Kincaid and, and Mayer and even Laporta. Um, you, you've seen all those guys going at number 28 to the Bengals. Uh, you know, you got my boy A squared from uh, defensive lineman from Northwestern. Uh, you know, that's a guy that, like, people talk about as a first-round option for the Bengals. I, I, I think that's kind of crazy. Um, but then some people are talking about him as, as, hey, the NFL likes him a lot more than you think they do. Um, other people are saying, well, the NFL doesn't think he's going to the top 100, which that sounds crazy, too. You know, uh I mean, I think that's a guy. He could be an option in the second round. You're, you're, we're seeing now there's a likelihood that uh, Dewan Jones from Ohio State, the huge offensive tackle, could be on the board in round two for the Bengals. So you're hearing all these crazy things, and, you know, they're, they're contradicting uh, things that we've heard early in the year. And, like, who knows what to believe? Because um, sometimes you, you hear these things, and, you know, again, it's lying season. It's getting people to believe one thing, and, um, you know, manipulate things uh, a little bit so, so you can play a little gamesmanship, manship, excuse me, in the draft. Uh, but hey, Baker Mayfield wasn't supposed to go to the Browns number one overall until like I, I think it was like the day before. All of a sudden, people were like, "Dude, it's gonna be Baker." <laughs> you know, uh, it was it was all about Sam Darnold, and you know, there's some talk of Rosen even in there. Uh, people were really talking about Baker, and then it happened. Uh, so. Sometimes these things come out of the woodwork late in the game, and they end up panning out. They end up being true. But only time will tell. So let's talk a little bit about, like like I mentioned, the Bengals, a lot of people mock to them, and that's the thing about picking 28th. It ain't easy, you know, uh, for, for us in this prediction mode. Uh, you know, the whole Civil War 
uh, a couple years ago in the Bengals fandom. Chase versus Penny, and um, like you can't really do that anymore because both. Hey, they could have taken either one of those guys. You know, when you pick a top ten, you can you can uh, lower it down, and hey, maybe you miss out on a guy, but you got a pretty good idea who's going to be there. Now, who knows? You know, um, you know, Mayor Kincaid. Who knows if they're going to be there? Um, when we talk about Darnell Wright, I think that's the, the dream of a lot of Bengals fans. Uh, he'd be one of my top selections. Who knows if he's going to be there? Uh, that's another guy you're, you're hearing. He could be one of the, you know, a, a lot of people see him as like a top tackle. Like maybe, you know, maybe might be the first tackle, the board type of tackle. Uh, but is there that right tackle bias there with him? Who knows? Um, he might not be around. So you really don't know. Deontay Banks was a big name for the Bengals and, you know, great combine. Now maybe he's not going to be around. So we don't really know what's going to happen. Uh, but I think there are going to be some good options. Like the way I look at it, the way, way it looks like things are going to are going to pan out, um, it, it does seem like there's a lot of defensive back uh, depth, or, or sorry, I should say quarterback depth uh, in this draft. But not just depth, but depth of the high-end talent. And you know, the Bengals have met now with Forbes twice uh, at the combine. They've had Forbes uh, on site uh, at PBS, or no longer PBS, whatever, Pinkor. Uh, and, um, you know, so that's a guy who they're showing some interest in. He's a little skinny, but, man, he's a playmaker. You know, and, and it looks like there's a chance that he could be around. With Banks moving up, you've also got, uh, you know, guys like Gonzalez and Porter and Witherspoon that are going to go They're gonna go first for corners. So you could be in a really good spot there uh, having an opportunity to get a guy like that. Ringo might, might go in before there, too. Uh, so that could be could be the best fit. The other thing is, like, look, Cansey tested really well. Who knows what people really think of Cansey? Uh, Cansey literally, when he gets drafted, will be the first, like, the, the shortest arms drafted in, like, 20 years, something ridiculous like that. Um, and he's probably going to go the first round from, from what people are saying. Uh, but, you know, who knows whose board he's on and whose board he's off, who's going to scratch him. So crazy things could happen with that. But, look, him moving up, uh, you know, that's opened up an opportunity as well. That uh, Brzee is a guy who was very toolsy, uh, dealt with a lot of adversity, personal adversity, as well as injury and a, uh, illness to himself, illness to a family member. Uh, that's made his time at Clemson a little bit rough. But, man, when, when he is on, he is on, and, and there's no reason to think that he can't get there. Um, because, you know, it, it wasn't like not like he's loafing, you know, he had some stuff going on in his life, so that's a guy um, who, who could be uh, a force uh, as, as a three technique, and he might be, be available there. Uh, from the defensive end standpoint, the guy we're hearing right now about a lot is Miles Murphy, uh, and from Clemson, he reminds me a lot of Carl Lawson on film, you know, a big, strong, powerful guy, but also a little bit hippier than, than they're used to, real smooth, but um, you know, does a great uh, one-hand punch, can really uh, lock out his arm, make some nice moves off of that. Uh, really could be a, a very nice uh, piece to this defensive front there and a, and a cheap option at an expensive position. Uh, you know, a guy that you can bring in and, and, and mix things up a little bit. So that could be an option there as well. So I just think looking overall right now, I mean, it looks like defensive uh, the defense in general really is going to give you some of the best value there. 
Uh, could the Stabellus Titans be there? Who knows? Uh, what happens if the offensive line? Uh, I don't know. To me, Harrison and Jones seem like a bit of a stretch, a bit of a reach at that point uh, on the uh, on the offensive line. And that offensive tackle position, I don't think they're going to go into your line there. So I don't know if they do that. I, I think it seems kind of crazy to, to, to go receiver uh, that high with what they have going on. Jamar Gibbs is a bit of a wild card. They're running back. Uh, I, know, I know we all have uh, heated feelings about that. Uh, but he's a guy that, that super dynamic, uh, very fast. And, uh, you know, just the way he runs the corner, where he stops and starts, uh, is something special. And he's a big-time force in the pass game. You know, they, they, they cap him to Alvin Kamara, but 15 pounds smaller. Uh, that would be interesting. You know, it would be a little different. Uh, but we all we also know they like taking running backs in the second, and this is uh, pretty close to the second round. You know, it's getting to that point where it's about where they used to pick the second round back in the day. So, who knows? Um who knows where they where they uh, might, might choose to go with that, but I, I really feel like that the, the tight end running back thing is kind of a wild card. I think O line wise, you're looking for men. Do you really like somebody that much? Other than that, it seems like there's going to be value somewhere on defense, whether it is at the defensive line or at the quarterback position. So that's just my take right now. My change uh, tomorrow. My change over the weekend. Um, you know, I got a week off, uh, so I'm sure I'll watch lots of film and, and change my mind about a lot of things. But uh, that's, that's how it goes. We're getting we're getting there. It's crunch time. Uh, you know, we got to swing. We got to ebb. We got we got to flow, and then we got to clear our heads uh, and look at things a little bit calmer, clearer when we get when we get there. But uh, exciting times. Exciting to see that there's going to be an opportunity for them to add somebody really good and uh, and make a great move, uh, just like just like they did last year. So I am Matt Minnick. This is Coach Speak. Good day. Yeah, we coming for what's ours.